Hello and a warm welcome to the EMG Gold Podcast. This is your host, Spencer Gore, and today I'm delighted to be joined by President of the Established Markets at Astellas, Dirk Kosher. With 20 years' experience in the pharmaceutical industry, working for companies across Europe, the USA, Asia, Dirk joined Astellas in 2018 as President of EMEA Operations before taking his current role in 2019. Throughout Dirk's life, he's had a passion for science and healthcare and is driven by a desire to help address patients' unmet needs, particularly amongst the underserved communities whose needs are often overlooked. Welcome, Dirk. It's great to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you for having me. Thank you. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. So let me ask you, first of all, you you joined Astellas in 2018. Um, What has been your experience to date? Spencer, thank you. First of all, maybe just sharing a bit of my background. I'm a pharmacologist and, and, and pharmacist by, by training and, uh, you know, have worked in research. So, so for me, working in the pharma industry is really, uh, you know, a great passion, you know, being part of, of an industry that develops new medicines and tries to create solutions for, for unmet needs of patients. It's, it's, it's something great to be, to be part of. Uh, I have, been working in uh, big pharma companies, and and when joining Astellas, I really was intrigued by by the size of the company. You know, it's a mid-sized company. What does being part of a mid-sized company allow, then, Dirk? Well, you know, uh, for for me, it's great to be in 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 a mid-sized company because I feel it's much more much more direct. You know, the interactions with the teams, you know, the 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 agility and the collaboration that we can create uh, in Astellas is really, you know, it's, it's a great experience. Um, at the same time, also the, 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 the journey of Astellas from being a, um, a company based on transplantation and on urology and now with a new research focus, a research approach going into really uh, many cutting edge science fields like, like cell therapies and, and gene therapy, for example. I think it's a great transformation to be part of this. It's really great. And, yeah. and I feel also it's bold from a mid-sized company to be engaged in, in all of those cutting edge science fields. Yeah, you've, you've got to be bold sometimes. And, and talking of being bold, you, you, you've reshaped um, the entire business around the patient. So can you describe what that looks like and what you mean by turning innovation into value for patients? Well, what, what, what we feel is that it's really important to understand the concrete circumstances that patients are in, in real life. I mean, we have the clinical studies that are giving us efficacy results under very controlled circumstances, but real life situations are different. So we really reach out and try to, to listen to the patients to understand their situations and take those insights and, and, and bringing them into the, the entire uh, life cycle of, of our product development, you know, bringing them into the early clinical, clinical trials, but also then understanding how in the later uh, stages you know, with patient education services and supports, we can use those to create the best outcome for the patient. Okay. So, so, you, so you're literally applying this to the entire product life cycle? That's, that's the intention. We have started with this a couple of years ago, but I think we are, we are, we are learning as we go. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's not an easy process, but we really try very hard. On, on a personal basis, I, I had, uh, my mother was, was uh, diagnosed with cancer and passed away uh, uh, much too early. And I think 
many families uh, you know, have, have similar experiences. And for me personally, that, that definitely shaped the way I'm looking at, at uh, how to, to put the patient in their situation uh, in the focus of, of, of what we're doing. Because often, you know, the clinical studies, they're giving you uh, certain data, but, but the, the, the personal circumstances around the care of, of, of a patient are yeah. really very important. And this is, this is an important piece that, that, you know, feeds into that. Yeah, it's, it's one thing being able to give them the right drugs and the right treatment. It's, it's another way how to, how to interact with them, I think, isn't it? There's a whole piece uh, around that. Absolutely, because we, we are all living in real life and, and, and yeah. you know, the circumstances are very important to be considered for getting the best care to, to those patients in need. And, and you, you mentioned them earlier about being agile as a business. So how is Estellus adapting to the, to the global healthcare environment? And what, what are you doing differently? How are you being agile? I mean, it, all, all together, of course, the healthcare systems were always stretched, you know, with regards of funding. And now with the COVID, that has uh, even, even uh, become more difficult. And I think for farm companies and for, for Estellas, there is a greater scrutiny to demonstrate the true value of the medicines and being a partner in, in healthcare rather than you know, a provider of a, of a medicine. And yeah. I think, you know, this is, this is the challenge that we have to face now. And, and I think there is never, was never a better time to really turn innovation into value by demonstrating a, a, a true scientific approach. We have changed our research approach. I mentioned it earlier. And, and, and with that new approach, we basically are going where the science is bringing us. And that's the part that, that we want to contribute to that. Yeah. yeah. So, so can, can you tell me a bit more about that focused area approach then? Well, in, in the past, we were traditionally uh, focused our research on, on therapeutic areas. You know, we were yeah. strong in transplantation, for example. We have left that approach and basically have, have moved towards a, a true basic research approach where we try to understand the principles of biology, how they are related to certain illnesses. And from there, basically being led by the science, to wherever that approach uh, leads us, and that are you know, very diverse fields of of, of uh, therapeutic areas, yeah. and and that's a, that's a new thing, and I think it's it's uh, it's bold because you know there is a risk uh, attached to that, but I'm, I'm really happy that I see I still is doing that. Fantastic! That sounds great, and and you know it wouldn't be a, a podcast these days without touching on COVID nineteen, and and I guess you know it it really has intensified the challenge of screening, of early detection, of of care for patients. Does the pharmaceutical industry have a role to play in the health system to look to build them back stronger, more resilient um, after the pandemic, post pandemic? Yeah, I def definitely think so. I think the the, the situation uh, of the healthcare systems has has been more stretched and and and, and challenged now after yeah. the pandemic. Especially also if you look at at the patient journeys that that have been challenged uh, due due to the fact that you know offices of physicians were difficult to access and so on. I think there is a true strain on the resilience of the of the system, and we as a pharmaceutical industry and Astellas as a company needs to be a responsible partner in 
trying to strengthen that. As, as for all of us, this was a, a fully, a very unexpected change of circumstances. So I've, I've yeah. been in home office now for, for, for more than a year. But, you know, it, in my family, uh, of course, you know, we have, unfortunately, we have, uh, uh, you know, a, a few family members that are ill. And it is, of course, uh, very difficult to, to not be able to see them or not be able to take care of them. And I think many, many have had similar situations. And that is something that I feel personally is, is also, you know, uh, shaping the view i'm having on what we should be doing as a company yeah no definitely and and, and talking about you know the, the the team and the challenges can i ask what we what, what do you believe are the most important qualities when it comes to leadership as we emerge from the the, the peak of the pandemic at least and towards the post-pandemic era well i think uh, you know with 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 those those more stretched uh, uh, situations in in the healthcare system the industry and companies have to step up you know to to be partners uh, in 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 reestablishing uh, good healthcare systems on on a personal note i think you know, i i myself i'm consider myself as a collaborative and communicative leader uh, i'm leading uh, our organization through this difficult period. At the same time, we're having a, a transformation in the company going on, really changing the way we are approaching uh, uh, you know, research and, and, and bringing new medicines to, to patients. Uh, I, I personally, you know, I'm not the greatest innovator, I have to say that, uh, but I, I want to make sure that I uh, have teams around me uh, uh, that, that are very diverse, where good ideas can be can be created, and that we also have an atmosphere and a culture to to listen to all of different aspects that people bring to the discussion, to to be sure to capture the best ideas for 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 moving forward together. I, yeah, I totally agree, and and there's obviously lots of different uh, leadership styles, but I, I'm a big believer in that. Um, you know, you, you should be the conductor of the orchestra. So as you say, you've got all of these different diverse. Um, you know, whether that's cognitively diverse or however it may be, but you, your job as a leader is to get them to play the right instrument at the right time. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. You, you talk about the culture. Um, and you, I know you spent some time in Tokyo previously, and, and, and Stellis has obviously got a strong Japanese workplace culture. What, what do you appreciate uh, the most about that, that culture? Thank you, Spencer. Yes, I, I was fortunate enough to to be able to live three years in Japan. Uh, you know what I really learned is that in the Japanese culture there is this strong approach for collaboration and teamwork of of people. You know, team members really being eager to contribute to the team's success. At the same time, the Japanese culture is also very curious. You know, there's a hunger for, for, for discovery, for, for new ideas. And I find many of those elements in our Stellas culture, and I'm really happy about that. You know, we, we are an agile, science-led, patient-focused organization. We're looking for partnerships you know, externally and co collaboration internally. And I think uh, this 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 is a nice place to to work, and and for me a great uh, inspiration to be to be giving my best to to make the team successful. And I think uh, the culture that we're having basically defines our company. It's it's a good it's a good blend, I'd say. It's it's, it's an interesting comment there. The the the, the 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 culture defines the company. Is it the com culture defines the company, or the company defines the culture? Do you do you actively look and and, and recruit people that you know are going to fit into that culture? Or is it just a, a sort of organic thing that 
because of the people you've recruited, it's created that culture. Well, I, I, I think I think there is an interaction between those two elements. Uh, I think the the, the, the teams. And, 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 and the way we're working in teams together it is definitely defining the feel that, that we're having about our company. At the same time, we also want to make sure that we are assembling those teams you know, in a diverse manner so that we have really a variety of different viewpoints that we can take into consideration. And uh, overall, I think, you know, I came to Estella's three years ago. I found I found this spirit, and I was really uh, impressed and 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 appreciative for you know, being being able to be part of such a team. That's great to hear. Well, look, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for this week. Uh, thank you very much for for joining us and for sharing those insights. It's it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Please do subscribe and tune in next week for another great interview. And don't forget to also check out our sister publication, Gold Magazine. Take care and goodbye for now. Mm-hmm.